Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, welcome in. What's Right with Nick Wright, episode 127, our Super Bowl gambling show. Now, this show is going to be released at a different day than usual, so you guys will be hearing and seeing it earlier in the week than you typically do. Also, full disclosure, we are recording this on Monday. We're doing that for a number of reasons, not the least of which is we are traveling to the Super Bowl and it's going to be some logistical, you know, potential concerns. So we are going to do this without the full information that you could get at the end of the week. So take take that into account if you are listening to this on Friday or Saturday that we are recording it on Monday. Here's where we're at on the season so far. We're just above 500 given the VIG. We're slight losers money-wise. We're 57-53-2. The playoffs, we are 7-5. and five. Championship weekend, obviously we split. The, we talked about it uh, last week. The 50-1 to one bet did not come through for us as Brock Purdy's elbow exploded and then Josh Johnson couldn't play and then Christian McCaffrey wasn't allowed to play quarterback and it was a disaster of a bet, it turned out. San Francisco, plus two and a half. Kansas City, plus one, obviously came through in truly glorious fashion. So we split last week. This week, there is, of course, only one game to pick. My Kansas City Chiefs are insultingly, once again, getting points. A point and a half against the Philadelphia Eagles. This line opened at the Chiefs minus two and a half. It got bet all the way to Philly minus two and a half, and it is now settled at Philly minus one and a half. I believe the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win. I believe Patrick Mahomes is going to do the one thing he has not done in his NFL career, which is have a start-to-finish great Super Bowl. And I think this Philadelphia defense is going to be exposed a bit on the back end due to the fact that they have not played great quarterbacks all year long. So this is something we've discussed on the television show throughout the week. I discussed it a bit on Monday's pod. 
it is worth mentioning again that the Philadelphia Eagles, for as dominant as the pass rush has been and as dominant as the defense has appeared to be, this is what they have done this season. They played Jared Goff, and the Lions scored 35 points. They played Kirk Cousins, give Cousins credit. The Vikings, I'm sorry, give the Eagles credit. The Vikings scored seven. Goff and Cousins would be two of the best quarterbacks they play all year. They then played the Washington Commanders, who in that game were starting Carson Wentz. They then played the Jacksonville Jaguars, who had the Prince who was promised. However, in that game, if you remember, Trevor fumbled the ball four times and lost all four fumbles. Jack still scored 21. They then played Kyler Murray. They then played Cooper Rush. They then played, I believe it was Kenny Pickett for the Steelers. They then played, who the hell was playing for the Texans that game? Davis Mills. They then played the Commanders again. At this point, the Commanders were starting Taylor Heineke. They then played Matt Ryan. They then played Aaron Rodgers. He scored 33 points. They then played Daniel Jones. Then Justin Fields. Then Dak Prescott. He scored 40 points. They then wrapped the season playing Andy Dalton, Davis Webb, and then in the postseason, Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy slash Josh Johnson. So by my count, the Philadelphia Eagles played on the season five above average quarterbacks. Goff, Cousins, Trevor, Dak, Rodgers. Dak put up 40. Trevor, or I'm sorry, Rodgers put up 33. Goff put up 35. Trevor put up 21, but turned the ball over five times, four of which were fumbles. And if you remember that game, they weren't like forced fumbles. He was dropping the football. And then Kurt Cousins put up seven points. My point here is, I do not think the Philadelphia Eagles are ready for the leveling up that playing Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs offense is. I do not think the Philadelphia Eagles were done any favors by the fact that they now head into the Super Bowl having not played a good quarterback, forget a great quarterback, a good quarterback since Christmas Eve, and they have not played, oh, and I left out, by the way, when I was going through their game. They also played the Titans once, my apologies, and that was the game Did Tannehill play the entire game there? Let me make sure. No, Tannehill got injured in that game. Malik Willis came in. But regardless, they have not played well against an above-average quarterback since the Jags game on October 2nd. And so, or I guess you could argue Kyler is an above-average quarterback. You could throw him there as well. That was the following week. I think that for the Eagles... Had the bracket fallen a little differently for them, yes, they would have had to play tougher opponents or they would have had to play tougher games. But if they had been able to get through it, they would have also been more prepared. I'm going to make another point here. That again, it speaks to 
how dominant the Eagles have been, but I also don't know how much it prepares them fully. The Eagles have not had to compete for four full quarters in quite some time. Because they blew out the Giants, because they blew out the 49ers, those games were laughers. The Chiefs, on the other hand, just had a 60-minute war with Cincinnati and had a game that was not decided until the final minutes against Jacksonville, in part because of Patrick Mahomes' injury. So for all those reasons, I think the Chiefs are more battle-tested. I think they have played far tougher opponents. I think they come into this game ready for everything. And Philadelphia, if the Chiefs' offensive line can hold up just enough, I think the Philadelphia defense can be had. And then there's the Jalen Hurts part of it, which is he has not looked good throwing the football since his injury. He keeps telling us he's hurt. He has thrown for less than 280 yards combined in this postseason. And he's yet to throw for 160 yards in either of these games. And he hasn't exactly been a super dynamic runner in either of these games. Also keep in mind, the one big passing play Jalen has in these playoffs was an incompletion Mm -hmm. that was incorrectly called a completion. Mm -hmm. Without that play, he's he's under 230 or 240 total passing yards this postseason. So I like the Chiefs. Demonze, I know you have some notes to give me here. All right, so as an underdog, Mahomes is 7-1-1 against the spread. 6-3 and three straight up. As Yeah, so, the and I'm trying to remember the three losses as an underdog. That it would be... Cincinnati. Cincinnati for sure, the, earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Buffalo earlier this right. year. And I think... the o- the right... No. No, the only other loss as an underdog, I think, was his first year starting when they played New England right. in 2018. They not in the playoffs, but in the regular season. Uh and they the producers can correct me, but I think those are the three. Go ahead. So is it more concerning to you that the Chiefs have war- the worst defense or that they have the worst skill players? So I think the Chiefs defense right now is a touch underrated. Now, they need to get Legereus Sneed back. Right. He's their number one corner. But the Chiefs' number one corner went down on the third play of the game against a team with Chase and Higgins, mm-hmm. and Cincinnati scored 20 points. Those rookie Willie Gay, their second-best linebacker, went down in that game as well. The rookie corners were exceptional yeah. in that game. Chris Jones, with respect to Mahomes, was the best player on the field in that game. Now, the Eagles have a brilliant defensive line. Now, Lane Johnson, their great right tackle, potential future Hall of Famer, he uh, reportedly retore his groin recently. He's going to play through it. But Jason Kelsey, Travis's brother, is their center, and... That Kelsey versus Chris Jones matchup should be great. With that said, I'm not certain that even Jason Kelsey can block Chris Jones one-on-one. 
by the way, the other the other Chiefs loss, I'm being told that I left out, was the Rams, that famous Monday night football game that was supposed to be in Mexico. It was Mahomes' first year starting. Ended up being, I think, in Los Angeles because the Mexican field's turf wasn't good enough. And that game was 54-51. Wow. But that would have been a push, I think, because I think they lost that game by three. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they lost by four. But regardless, the... Oh, a straight-up loss, of course. I'm not talking about against the spread. A straight-up loss. That's right. Uh, so th- that's the other game. Now, to get back here what you're saying about the skill position, guys. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs need these receivers back. Yeah. They, they can't do what I'm talking about them doing with none of these receivers back. Right. So Juju is the one I'm most confident will be playing. Yeah. Then there's Tony who I think likely plays, but... It's still already kind of... I mean, he gets in... There was the knock on him with the Giants. It's been a problem for him in Kansas City. He has a hard time making it through games. Hardman, I would be very surprised if he plays. Right. Hardman suffered a pelvis injury in mid-October. The AFC Championship game was his first game back, and then he re-injured it. Now, they didn't have active on game day. That white guy, Justin Watson, who actually has been good for the Chiefs deep down the field. The other thing that happened in that AFC Championship game, and I'll be honest with the audience here, Demonze, I had said to Demonze early in the game, MVS has been so disappointing that he, yep. that he hadn't come through for him all year. He was exceptional in that game. That was the best game of his career. Can he do that in consecutive weeks? That is a bit of a concern. Flip side is this. Mahomes is going to be better. Mahomes is going to be be way healthier. Way healthier. And the running game can't be worse. Right. Jarek McKinnon did nothing in that game. Pacheco was excellent catching the ball. But on handoffs did nothing. And I think Mahomes is going to be a little, at least a little more mobile Mm -hmm. with the two weeks off. And they reported that he didn't get the pain-killing shot. In the the last game? Before the Bengals game. Or was that Kelsey? No, no, no. That was Mahomes who did not get the pain-killing shot. Copy. So, my thought process there was, I think one of the reasons he didn't want to take the pain-killing shot was, he didn't want to have his foot numbed to a degree re-injure it more, not know it, make it way worse to where he might have to miss the Super Bowl. Right. But now it's the last game of the year. So even if he were to re-injure it to a degree, he, he, you know, he has months and months to recover. So I think Mahomes will look close to fully functional, assuming he doesn't get landed on or, you know what I mean? And so in those regards, but to me... The biggest concern right now is the Chiefs receivers' injuries. What else you got? All right, so the Eagles are getting 70% of the money right now. Yep. Do you think that we should bet on the Chiefs right now, or should we wait? Well, I do like getting the point and a half. And I do think there is in what could be. This is an interesting one because all outcomes are possible here. It is possible that the Chiefs can't block Philly that the Chiefs receivers 
you know, two of the three don't come back and nobody can get separation. Mahomes doesn't have time to throw. And the Eagles' defensive line wins this game and it gets ugly. It is also possible that the Mahomes Hurts discrepancy is too much to overcome. The Eagles' defense gets exposed early. And now all of a sudden, Philly is playing a style they don't want to play, which is having to throw the ball. And it gets ugly for Philly early. It's also possible, again, like I said, this is, this is not nuanced commentary, that this is a nip and tuck game. In a nip and tuck game, getting that one point is super valuable. Not super valuable, but valuable. However, this line is basically settled at a point and a half. It would take a shocking development for the Chiefs to end up being the favorites. Conversely, if there is bad receiver injury news from Kansas City or sneakily bad Travis Kelsey injury news, which I would not expect, but he was dealing with that back issue, this line could move up to two and a half. I was going to say three. Yeah, I don't think it'll get to three. I think at three, I <clears throat> it'll be too w- way too way too much people coming in on the Chiefs. I think three is too key. So I don't think there's a lot of risk in betting it now. But if you're anticipating some line movement, I would say the Kansas City. It would it's more likely to have the line move in to where you get more points with Kansas City. And let me say one other thing about if it moves from one and a half to two and a half. Games don't typically land on two unless a team is down eight, like it's 28-20. One team has scored four touchdowns, the other team has two touchdowns and two field goals, and that trailing team scores very, very late, goes for two, and misses. That's where, you know what I mean, that could be value on getting the the extra point there from one and a half to two and a half. But it's not going to cross any key numbers. You're basically betting a winner in this spot. So I don't think there's damage done in betting the Chiefs now. But I also think you probably get slight EV by waiting because I don't think you're giving up much and you could be getting it, uh, you know, getting an extra half point or so. All right, next. All right, so Brandon Ayuk from the 49ers thinks there's only one possible outcome. He says, I would take everything that I own, get it in cash, and put my money on the Kansas City Chiefs. Are you taking that? Well, listen, I'm not I'm not putting everything I own on the Chiefs. What I will <laughs> tell you is that he also said, and I actually texted this story to uh, Wilds, he also said the following. I'm going to read it. I don't fully know about that Eagles defense. They talk about them being a good defense. I'm not too sure. I think this Kansas City pass game will expose what we thought we were going to be able to expose before some unfortunate circumstances. We'll see. And like I said, you got to get lucky to win a Super Bowl, and they just got extremely lucky last week. Now, it's a lot of trash talking for a team that just got absolutely rolled, but I mean, some truth in there. I agree with some of that analysis. And I think this Eagles defense is not battle-tested for the test they are going to have to take this coming Sunday. 
So the Chiefs plus one and a half is our final game wager of the year. If we win this bet, we finish 58-53-2, which is essentially dead even on the year when you incorporate the VIG. We did well in our preseason win total bets and make-miss playoff bets. So no matter what happens here, this is a profitable season. Not nearly as wildly profitable as it would have been if the Niners had won that game against Philly, but so be it. Could have a little bit more money had you hedged that Super Bowl bet. Stop talking about hedging that. You could have a little more money if you'd stop making NBA teasers. I made one. Yeah. I lost 11 bucks. Yeah, well, that's 11 (laughs) more dollars. We're going to play a game with some player props. That's next. What's right? What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. All right, welcome back in. What's Right with Nick Wright, episode 127, our Super Bowl gambling show. Again, we're recording this on Monday, so some of these things could change. But we're now going to do some player props. Demonze, you go right ahead. We'll start off with your Chiefs. Yeah. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, first off, we've got over one and a half touchdown passes. That's at minus 210. Okay. Over 313 passing plus combined or passing plus rushing yards at yeah. minus 115 as well. Uh-huh. Or not as well. And then over 25 and a half completions at minus 110. Okay. So this is two wrongs, one right. So I'm supposed to pick one of these that I like. The one that I like, listen, I do think he's going to have over one and a half passing touchdowns. But minus 210 is a big number to like. Right. So I think... The right play here is the over 313 and a half total total yards. And the 25 and a half completions probably goes hand in hand with that, but not necessarily. Not if he gets a few big chunk plays, mm-hmm. which I think will be available against Philly. I I do again, I do like the over one and a half passing touchdowns for him, but at minus two ten rather than over 313 and a half total yards at minus 115 to me that's better now his individual 
rushing and passing props are 288 and a half passing yards and 20 and a half rushing yards. I like the rushing yard side of that way more. Yeah. I think that, listen. Man, it's minus 115. Mahomes too. is going to be running in this game. To me, there's no question about it. And I think the ankle will be healthy enough. That over 20 and a half rushing yards is potentially my fav- like my favorite bet that I've seen so far. With that said, remember, in the Niners Super Bowl, Mahomes' rushing yard total was at like 34, something like that. He was in the 40s and then took three massive kneel downs at the end of the game for minus three yards, minus five yards, minus seven yards. And they ended up, those count as negative rushing yards. They ended up going under because he landed on like 26 after being at, I think, 41. Thanks to the kneel downs. That was, though, more circumstantial than anything. If I do think the Chiefs are going to win the game, he might need to be at 26 rushing yards, though, for you to feel fully comfortable if he's going to have three kneel downs, but I still like it. All right, now we're on to Jalen Hurts. Go ahead. Yeah, Jalen Hurts overs. Uh, yeah. So we got over one and a half touchdown passes as well yep. at minus 105, over 298 combined passing and rushing yards yep. at minus 115, and then uh, over, 21, over 21 and a half completions at minus 105. Okay, so I – here's the thing. I like the under – on total yards. I I don't love any of these because I think Jalen might truly struggle and that even if the Eagles win, it's going to be Miles Sanders and Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell and Jalen running. So I, I wouldn't bet any of these, but of the three, the one that I think might have the most value is the completions. Is that a lot of dinking and dunking and short completions. But my gut feeling is to stay away from these. And you can just bet the unders, you know what I mean, for usually about the same vig here. Uh, his his individual, if we not do total yards, but 245 pass yards and 49.5 rush yards, I do think he could hit the over on rushing yards. I do think Jalen could run for like 65 yards in this game, potentially. But to me, under 300 combined passing and rushing yards is the bet I would be making there. All right, next. All right, so I'm assuming you expect a lot of Chiefs touchdowns in this yeah. game. Uh, so who do you think will score them? Uh, Travis Kelsey, we got anytime touchdown score for him at minus 130. Kadarius Tony at plus 240. And Juju Smith-Schuster at plus 240 as well. Okay, so Tony and Juju right now are can't bets, obviously. Right. We need to wait and see what their health status is. Kelsey is a must bet. Travis Kelsey in the yeah. playoffs scores touchdowns. And especially with a banged-up receiving core, to me, that one is an easy, obvious bet. And the Kelsey would be my bet there. After Kelsey, I would like Jarek McKinnon as a potential touchdown scorer. I would like Pat. I like Patrick Mahomes a ton as a rushing touchdown scorer. Like it a ton. He's in the playoffs. He has, I think, six career rushing touchdowns. So do you think and, that he's? I mean, he's definitely probably plus money. How much money do you think he's? Oh, Mahomes four eighty. No, you no no no. It won't what? be that much. 
Uh, I mean, I can just look real quick. My guess is he's around the same as the as as around the same as Kadarius Tony. But I'll just check real quick what Mahomes' anytime touchdown score is. While I look, go ahead and read me the next one. All right. So the next one we've got is Eagles' anytime touchdown score. Um, so yeah. we've got Jalen Hurts at minus one ten. Oh, oh, real quick, by the way. Patrick Mahomes, oh, wow. Wow, you were right, DeMonte. What is it? Plus 460. Okay. That's way too high. That's way too high. I like that bet a lot. I like that bet a lot. They're probably thinking about his ankle a lot. Yeah, but I think Uh, he'll get out and run. Right. I I think he'll get out and run in this game. All right, go ahead. Now we're on the Eagles. Sorry about that. Eagles, anytime touchdown score, we got Jalen Hurts at minus 110, A.J. Brown at plus 110, and Dallas Goddard at plus 145. Uh, I like like Jalen in this. Yeah. It takes one penalty in the end zone to put him at the one, and that QB sneak sneak is unguardable. So I like Jalen as an anytime touchdown scorer or Jalen just to be scrambling when they're in the red zone. Jalen, you know, I like J- You know, let me check something real quick. And by the way, listen, in general, we always suggest you bet with our friends at Fox Bet. I'm going to tell you something here, though. When it comes to these player prop markets, they have they are so widely different as far as what they'll give you at different places. Like, at some books, Jalen is plus 105 as opposed to minus 110 to score a touchdown. When it comes to player props, you absolutely should shop it around. You should shop around and find the best bet, the best value. Mahomes and Hurts to both rush for a touchdown is 10 to 1. I like that bet. That's pretty cool. 10 to 1 for Mahomes and Hurts to both have a rushing touchdown in this game. All right, next. All right, so these stars said the quarterbacks will be throwing it a bunch. Who do you think is going to be getting the bulk of these yards? So we got A.J. Brown at over 71, at, at over 71 and a half at minus 120, and Devontae Smith over 61 and a half at minus 130, and Travis Kelsey over 79 and a half at minus 115. I like Kelsey in this spot. Of course. Uh, I think Kelsey's going to have a huge game. I think this is it's a— lined up for it. It, it, they're going to have to target him. He has not had in these playoffs really a giant chunk play. Now he's been incredibly productive. Mm-hmm. But against the Jags, for instance, he had 14 catches for 98 yards. That's seven yards a catch. You know what I mean? So they have that many catches and not have 100 yards is crazy. Patrick Mahomes just off Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, well, they weren't all him, remember, because Henny came in. Uh, yeah. But still, the... So I think Kelsey, to me, this is a Travis Kelsey nine-catch, 115-yard, one-touchdown type of game. I think Travis Kelsey has a monster game in the Super Bowl, so I would take his over there. And again, I've made it clear, one of those Eagles guys will go over probably, but I I think Jalen could potentially struggle a lot in this game. All right, next. All right, we're showing a lot of love to the pass catchers now, so let's not forget about the running backs. This is just rushing yards. Yep. Miles Sanders over 59.5 at minus 125. Isaiah Pacheco over 49.5 at minus 115. And Jarek McKinnon over 21.5 at minus 115. That's pretty nice, Jarek McKinnon. Well, the thing is this. They don't run him a lot. He's the pass catcher. Yeah. I get that. They don't run him a ton. But all it takes is 
a couple, two, yeah, two, two yeah. decent ones. <laughs> I think Miles Sanders is the smarter bet here. Pacheco and McKinnon, I would be interested in their total yards props, potentially, more than just rushing yards. But I don't know that this is going to be a big Pacheco game. I think this is, so McKinnon receiving yards, McKinnon to score a touchdown I like. Miles, the thing is this, if the Eagles get down big, then they might have to abandon the run somewhat, and that would hurt Miles Sanders. Yeah. But if we think this is going to be a close game, they're going to feed Miles Sanders a lot, try to have long possessions. I like the Miles Sanders over there. All right, next. All right, let's put your prognostication skills to the test. What will the outcome of the first drive be? This is used to be one of my favorite bets. Yeah. Punt at plus 100, offensive touchdown at plus 275, field goal attempt at plus 325. I hate I'm, I hate these you don't awesome. know who's getting the ball first. Well, this is my time. Uh, what do you think? What do you want to do? Uh, I I def I think it's going to be a field goal. Field goal attempt? Yep. You don't care who gets the ball? No. Um, honestly. And and I remember how you said something about the uh, how I have no uh, no edge on or I've got, I've got no knowledge on what it would be heads and tails. Yeah. When, like, I have the knowledge that it's either going to be heads or tails. I think that's the, all the knowledge that I need. Right, but um, okay, we're going to get to the coin teams. flip thing later. But go I think, ahead. I think there's two good teams, and I think that no matter who gets the ball first, I can't. Re- I don't see this being an opening drive touchdown. But I see them driving down the field a little bit, get, getting scary, and then end up being a field goal because they hold them. So, I, I get that. What I would say is, if the Chiefs get the ball first, the Chiefs' opening script, those scripted first fifteen plays particularly with extra time to prepare under Andy Reid, have been historically efficient. I also think the Chiefs understand that unlike that Bengals game, they can't be settling for field goals. If the Chiefs get the ball first, I do like their chances of scoring a touchdown. you think they're going for it if they get like a fourth and short? Maybe, yeah. Uh, and I think they're going to – listen, I just think they're going to be uber efficient in the red zone. I think they're going to know they have to be. This is a bet – that if you want to make it, I would just wait until you see who's getting the ball first. And the... the, the, the that doesn't drop the numbers at all? Well, no, the odds would change a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? Depending on... But the thing is this, these two teams are so, according to Vegas, evenly matched in this spot. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would change the odds drastically. It's not like when you have a mismatch and then the odds are kind of middled because they don't know who's going to get the ball. Like there's a way to do that. To do what? Like, kind of, like, I feel like you could kind of hedge on that. Well, if you're very confident, you could put a little bit of money on two outcomes if you're confident that one of them's going to hit. But the problem is, if the third possible outcome, if a turnover or, you know, let's say you think it's going to, there's going to be points and you have offensive touchdown or field goal attempts, you could do that. But then if there's a punt or a turnover, you lose both bets. You know what I mean? Like, so you you could do it, but it would be difficult. All right, next. All right, this one is uh, just a mix of long shots. So first off, we got kick to hit the post at plus 450. Mm-hmm. Kicker makes a 60-plus 60 plus yard field goal at plus 900. Octopus at plus 1,400. Uh, that's a, That, by the way, is a player to score a touchdown. Passing doesn't count, and the following is a two-point two, conversion. Uh, well, we're, and they, they, and they, get they the score the two-point conversion. Right. All right, I know this will shock you. I hate all of these. Uh, none of them have good enough odds. 
The kick yeah. to hit the post, maybe. But I don't... I hate all these. I'm not making any of these. Move on. It's dumb. It's all dumb stuff. I'm not... 60-yard field goal. I need a lo- I need better odds. Is pick Go. six in this? Is there, like, will there be a pick six? Yeah, for, absolutely. Yeah, 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 of course. No, Demonze... <laughs> Your mind, your brain is gonna melt when you see all, all the props. of yeah. There's props for everything. Next, all right. So this one we call it the Gatorade color. Only one coach wins, but we can all win if we guess the color of their Gatorade shower. Eagles wearing green, Chiefs wearing white. Uh, so at first we first we got orange at plus three hundred, yellow or green at plus four hundred, red or pink at plus four fifty. All right, this is this shower. is one of those bets like the time of the national anthem or the first song that Rihanna's gonna sing. Any of those things, I forbid you from making these bets unless you have inside info. Right. This these are bets that they get enough dumb money on that they continue to put them up there, even though certain people have the inside info. Like, you, someone will know what color Gatorade the Chiefs have and what color Gatorade the Eagles have. And if you have that dead set, you can just bet that instead of bet the winner. You know what Ooh, I mean? The you just had a guy go over to the little thing and tell you. Well, yeah, just... but there's so a big thing with national, they, they do national anthem timing props. And it always leaks out how long the rehearsal went. There will be what will Rihanna's first song be, and it will leak out what um you know what how her rehearsal went. These types of bets, if you don't have inside info, you just can't make them. Flatly, you just can't make them. All right, last last one. Oh, uh, what? after winning our, after winning our coin toss on Thursday, I'm fully confident in picking the Super Bowl uh, coin flip. Mm-hmm. Are you? No, I know. To 50-50. All right. So, so what are the options? Heads at minus 105, tails at minus 105, on its side at plus infinity. Okay. I'm putting a dollar on plus infinity. Okay. Oh. Well, that bet doesn't exist, but I appreciate the... Happen. Uh, uh I'd go with heads. Why? Just because I won the last one. Okay. So that's your logic? Yeah. A lot of people are going to be like, tails never fails. So here's heads the thing. Red. If you could get plus 102, then it would be a smart bet. Yeah. At plus 101, it would be a smart bet. At even, plus 100. It's almost even. It's a fine, but it's not. The thing is, it's not. And so you and I could, we're not going to, but we could do this and flip a coin a hundred times. And I promise you that if you're laying 105 to me, you're going to lose. And so it is gambling just for the sake of gambling with no skill or idea connected to it. And it can, you can start down money before the game even starts. I can't recommend against this strongly enough. I'm telling you right now. It is a dumb bet and a sign that you might have a gambling problem if you're betting the Super Bowl coin toss. The books love when you do it. You're laying 105 on an even money thing that you can have no possible inside info on. I'm telling you, it's a dumb bet. Speaking of dumb bets, you guys are going to try to get me to make like a 30 to 1 prop bet. We'll do that to wrap the show next. What's right? 
With Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals, you will be eating stress-free this spring. Each meal is chef-crafted, fresh, and dietitian approved More importantly, they are never frozen and ready to eat in just two minutes. Choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled up all day long. Try meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, truffle butter, and shrimp, restaurant-quality food that you do not have to prep, cook, or clean up delivered right to your doorstep. And if you need to change your deliveries, you can pause or reschedule whenever you like. Factor is your solution for fast and premium meals. Also, for the month of April, Factor is celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. So, what are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash nickwright50 and use code nickwright50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code nickwright50 at factormeals.com slash nickwright50 to get 50% off your first box and 20% off your next. Fuel up fast, eat better, and get back to what you love doing this spring with Factor. All right, welcome back in last segment of our last NFL gambling show of this football season. We've got the Chiefs plus a point and a half. Before we get to the offer, I there is a teaser out there that does go through all the key numbers and is worth at least looking at, which is teasing a seven-point teaser of teasing the Chiefs up to plus eight and a half and teasing the total down to 43.5. So you would have the Chiefs getting more than 8, and the total would come through the 47, the 48, obviously, the 45, the 44. It wouldn't go through the 42, which is another key uh, total number. But that's one at least worth looking at. I'm not going to make that bet, but that is the logical teaser that's on the board. You could also do a six-pointer, but then you don't get the teaser through the 24 or the 44. And again, a lot of games end on 44, so you'd like to get it through that. Is 24-20 games obviously end there? You know, th- there's a lot of combinations, if you will, that where you 27-17 ends on 44. You, so that's why I would pay the the little extra and have a seven-point teaser down through over 43 and a half and the Chiefs plus eight and a half. All right, Demonte, what's the offer? All right, so you haven't been having so much fun so far with all these player props. Yeah. So here's a parlay that basically is exactly what you said. There's exactly how you said the Chiefs would win. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So tell me what's wrong with this, and we could even customize it for you if you'd like. Okay. So Mahomes Super Bowl MVP at plus 125, Chiefs money line at plus 105, Kelsey over 79 and a half, uh, minus one fifteen at minus one fifteen. That's receiving yards, obviously. Yeah. Kelsey touchdown minus one thirty, and Mahomes over passing yards two hundred eighty eight point five at minus one fifteen. All of this combined for plus two thousand seven hundred fifty two. So twenty eight to one almost. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tweak it slightly, and it won't change the numbers on it significantly. We're gonna remove the Mahomes over passing yards, and replace it 
with Mahomes over rushing yards. So Chiefs to win, Mahomes to win MVP, Kelsey to have over 80 yards, Kelsey to score a touchdown, and Mahomes to rush for over 20 and a half. That will actually probably slightly improve the odds because the Mahomes passing and the Kelsey receiving are so correlated that you're not going to. So my guess is that puts that at about 30 to 1. What is right it? At 20, right at 20. Right at 20. Okay, so it doesn't improve them all that much, but it's at 28 to 1. Okay, that's the. That's that's what I'm doing. That they, I'll make that bet. I'll take that offer to end the year with me finally taking the offer. DeMonte's refused to take the offer all year, mostly because he just forgets to, even though a few of them have hit. But this is one. No, I'm telling you've said it. You've said like you like the offers, but we you, that you haven't been placing them. I do like this one. 28 to 1. Mahomes has a big day. Kelsey has a big day. The Chiefs win. Mahomes wins Super Bowl MVP. God willing, and the dynasty is alive and well. There it is. Fun year of gambling shows. Feel like we've done a lot, learned a lot, gave out some good picks, survived some Rough stretches of the season. Kept with our plan. DeMonte's learned to gamble. Whole thing. Overall great success. Next time you hear from me, I'll be live in Arizona from the Super Bowl. Talk to you guys then. What's right?